Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey know. Seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Chevrolet's Sunday Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Call him at 1-800-283-101.5. Tuesday night in New Jersey. How you doing, Steve Chevrolet's? So much to talk about tonight, so little time. We shall squeeze it in. Hanging with you till 11 o'clock at 1-800-283-101.5. I got my uh, producer, Rob Brown, hanging out with me tonight as well. How are you doing today, Steve? I am doing well. I am doing well. I got to get new glasses. I got, you know, like people come in here. We take pictures all the time. Like we have bands in here and comedians. Uh They all want to take a picture for the Facebook page. And uh, I, I have like I, I went to get the prescription glasses, and the guy, and the guys, listen. If you go get two hundred glasses, two hundred reading glasses, you're fine. But I get the cheapest glasses, and like the ones I'm wearing now, which I got for like a dollar at the dollar store. They look well, nice. Yeah, I got to get real glasses. I'm thinking when I when I because so you know like when I see the uh, the fancy schmancy frames and all that, I think it may be time to actually break down and get a pair of glasses. I got to tell you. My glasses, because I wear glasses for people who don't know, I usually went for... Even wears them for the people who do know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but I literally, I got, like, name brand. Not I usually used to get the name brand, but I got the store brand, technically. I go to Lens Crafters right. for my... Uh, my bad, right? description and, and they look offs. nice. Yeah, they look great. I mean, I got. I mean, I've got the prescription plan for twenty five dollars. I could get them. I just gotta go get them. I'm like, yeah, I just pick these up. And then, then you get the the day you get them oh, for a dollar. I'll take them. Then you go home like, oh, this looks ridiculous. But uh, that's not what we want to talk about tonight. No, we were talking about this in the uh, in the morning meeting, and the thought that um, high school marching bands are in a competition to win a $1,000 cash prize for their music departments. And over the last three months, uh, NJ.com photographers have captured the performances of dozens of uh, terrific New Jersey high school marching bands from all over the state. And now the contest is narrowing down. And uh, three winners will get awarded a $1,000 cash prize for their music departments. And that is great. Uh, I I applaud them. the question that we discussed uh, is marching band a sport? And I got to tell you, I don't think it's a sport. And I got to tell you that, like, I'm inclined to agree with you because, I mean, and I've talked many times about the idea that there's being in shape and there's rock and roll shape. I've talked to Vinny, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Vinny Mad Dog Lopez, about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, guys who are in their 70s. You know, and Vinny's a drummer. Guys who were in his 70s and can still drum. We had Carl Palmer on last night from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yep. Amazing drummer. 73 years old. And he goes at it. Paul McCartney, 80 years old, goes on stage for three hours plus, plays two instruments, words, music, chords, the whole thing. 
Doesn't miss a beat. I was watching Bruce on The Tonight Show. He was killing it. I, it uh, looked great. You know what? It's amazing. I saw the Howard Stern interview, and his voice, when you listen, even those those uh, cover tracks, his voice is really sounding good. But but just the idea, though, like I said, there's being in shape, and there's rock and roll shape. So I'm not saying that it's not, you don't have to be in shape to be in the band. Mm-hmm. But is the high school marching band a sport? We've talked about this before with our, is dancing a sport? Because they have dance competitions. Yes. My nieces are entered in all, they did all these dance competitions before they went to college. And the question came up, you know, is that a sport? A competitive sport? So I got a couple of uh, places here from a, something called the Falconer. Not the snowman, the falconer. Uh, A sport is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against others for entertainment. With that in mind, marching band does qualify as a sport. They do have marching band competitions because right. I've had this discussion before right. where they said, well, we go to competitions, the person who was defending against me. But it's competitive. It's it's competitive, yes. But is it a sport? I because here's the thing. Thanksgiving's come around. Right. What happens during Thanksgiving? A tradition of mine with my family, we watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right. At Macy's, you know, for New York in New York City. What happens during then? Marching bands perform. But right, but they're not. But even though they're not competing against each other, it doesn't make it less of a sport. I mean, the idea here, here from bearing news, whatever the hell that is, while marching band is astounding, it is not a sport. There are some people, namely members of the band, that genuinely believe it should be called a sport. Usually, arguing that the dictionary defines uh, definition qualifies it as such. The definition states a sport is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. Although the definition does favor their point, there is a difference between the detonation and connotation of the word. Despite the fact that the dictionary may characterize marching band as a sport, there are certain associations to go along with the word sport. Sports exclusively involve physical exertion, while marching band is more of a performing art because it involves playing of an instrument that relays artistic expression. All right, I heard the two words that I wanted to say. Go ahead. It's a performance art because how many... Because look, it's rehearsed. Right. If there was a sport and all of a sudden... So is, so is football. But, like, not, like, to their point where, like, okay, here's the thing. Right. Danny Dimes throws a touchdown. Is there critics also in the crowd that said that is a 10 out of 10? Yes. What? But Yes. Really? All right, right, hold on. Marching band on the field, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they're playing a song. And all of the instruments are working together in unison. To make that song work, right? Mm-hmm. All the, the horns, the drums, everything is coming together so that you hear that song in its perfection. Danny Dimes throws a pass. In order for that to happen, the center has to snap the ball perfectly. The offensive line have to hold on to their blocks. The wide receivers have to run their patterns. The running back has to stay back and pick up. So when you step back and you look at the whole play, it's artistic design. When it works right, 
Not that it always does with the Giants, but I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So the idea of that completed pass is that in order for it to happen, everything has to play and perform well together in order for that to happen. Same thing with the band. In order for the band to play right, everything has to perform well and work together. But, I mean, having said that, I, I don't think marching band is a sport, but I can see their argument when you put it in terms of, uh, you know, and I, I talk to football people who explain it like, you know, you watch on television, you see Danny Dimes throw the ball. Well, step back, watch the whole 22. Eric Scott watches the entire 22. And when you see all that goes on to make that happen, uh-huh. working together in concert, air quotes, does it work? All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. In your opinion, do you consider marching band, high school marching band? Does the high school marching band qualify as a sport? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me your thoughts. I'll put a Twitter poll up. You want to sell your home faster for the most money possible to achieve top dollar for your home? You need Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Janet was ready to move into an active adult community to sell her Avon by the Sea home. She chose to work with Rob and his team in just seventeen days on the market. Her home listed at eight hundred ninety nine thousand dollars had thirty four showings, multiple offers, selling for one million nine thousand nine hundred ninety. Which was $110,999 over the list price. Janet definitely made the right choice. If you want an agent who creates demand, drives up the price, call Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and our experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com or Google robsellsnj and then you start packing. This fast traffic. Five presents our town hall, made in New Jersey this Thursday night at 7. Join news anchor Eric Scott, Garden State manufacturers and business experts. We'll highlight local companies, examine statewide challenges, offer working solutions to New Jersey 101.5 Town Hall, made in New Jersey this Thursday night at 7. Watch it on nj1015.com or listen on your radio or our free app. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. So, uh, marching band competition, uh, three winners get $1,000 each for the music program. Is marching band a sport? 1-800-283-101.5. I don't think so. Bob is in Tabernacle on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you guys doing? Steve, I love your show. It gets me home almost every night. But. So, so, uh. The marching band is most definitely a sport. What How? they go through to, to perform. So think about it. It's not just about playing the instruments. Right. It's precision drill. There's a lot of physical acumen and, and exercise that needs to be done to be able to condition to put on these shows. Yeah. I don't doubt that. Uh, I'm not downplaying daughter, it at all. I'm just asking, is it a sport? When my daughter graduated from high school right. and was looking at colleges, she looked at Montclair and she looked at University of South Carolina. Right. University of South Carolina had a marching band and they offered her a significant tuition reduction to come play in the marching band. Their marching band treats them like a sport. They have their own trainer. They have their own practice field. They have a million dollar practice field just for the marching band. 
when we went to look at Montclair later, right. the field that Montclair plays on isn't as good as that practice field. So, I, but Bob, tell, me, tell me they're not considered a sport by that university. I don't doubt. I, I'm not, again, by, by saying I don't consider them a sport doesn't mean I'm downplaying the band or their importance. Like I said, you know, think about it. Rock and roll, you know, th- those guys work into their 80s and look at the shape that they're in. So I don't downplay that at all. I'm just asking, like you said, they treat them like a sport. But are they a sport? Like if you go if you go on the, the, the universe with South Carolina, go on the registry. When they list all their athletics, is band on there? Or is it just banned somewhere else in, in artistic performances, in theatrical? So, you know, what category is marching band listed under? Marching band is, is usually listed under the music department. Right, but it's not listed under sports. It's, it's supported by the athletics, but, you know, you just said it yourself. The definition of the sports, nowhere in there does it say athletics. Okay, but, but again, I think, you know. The physical... Physical requirements and what have you, and it's competitive. Here, and it's competitive, and I'll put those kids, you know, physically up against a lot. Oh, I don't, of, I don't uh, doubt it. Again, I'm not trying to downplay it. Here, this is from the Bearing News, right? Although the definition does favor the point, the difference between the detonation and the connotation of the word. Despite the fact the dictionary may characterize marching band as a sport, there are certain associations that go along with the word sport. Sport exclusively involves physical exertion, which this does, while marching band is more of a performing art because it involves the playing of an instrument that relays artistic expression. And again, I, I, I'm not saying that they're not in shape. I'm not saying that they ha- they don't have to be in shape. Although, not every musician is in tip-top shape. Not every baseball pitcher is either. I mean, I can make that argument. So what? What? It, where would something like cheerleading fit for that? Because usually the marching... That's another question. Is cheerleading a sport? Usually the marching bands also have with them a color guard, which, you know, they're out there, they're performing, they're, they're, they're doing... But is that a sport? It's 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 it's, so, it's 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 theatrical, Bob. I gotta let you go. But thanks for calling New Jersey one hundred one point five. Alexis is in East Hanover on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Steve. What do you think? Um, I would have to agree with you. I would not say that marching band is a sport. Um, yes, it is. Nobody is denying the fact that it is, you know, a strenuous activity that takes maybe athletic ability but there is no other sport yes okay cheerleading you could talk about um, making a vocal sound with some of the cheers but there's no other sport where there is someone producing an auricular outcome and calling it a sport you know people arguing the fact that it is a sure they get their own you know facility and they get their own, you know, money. Well, they treat it like king. They they treat it like royalty. Absolutely. But is but does that just because they're treated well doesn't make it a sport? Let's go out and play marching band. You know, uh, who does that? You you go you perform in the band, right? If you go on the college catalog and you look under sports, are you going to see marching band? Probably not. Yes, I, I agree with you and. I think that it's just overcomplicating it. Let it be what it is. It's still beautiful. It's amazing. It adds to the experience at the football game, part of the college experience. And, 
you know, but why, why does it have to be, you know, looked at as a sport? It's just not that. All right, Alexis, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Scott, please hang on. I want to give you more time. 1-800-283-101.5. Is high school marching band a sport? What do you think? You know what? I, I have to say yes. You're Just, saying yes. Yes, I do, because my sister was in marching band. Right. And I saw, like, you know, you're marching, you're playing an instrument, but they're they're doing uh, camps right in the middle of the summer like the football players. Now, they're not necessarily running around and hitting bags, but, right. I, you know, they get a lot of exercise doing that. I don't so. deny that. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't mean that. I don't, I'm not downplaying it. I just right. don't see, like, you know, let's all get together and go play marching band. You know, what I mean, let's <laughs> yeah. let's go. Let's get the college catalog and look under athletics and see where you see marching band. Right, you're not going to find it. No, I get I get that point too because it's not necessarily seen as one, but you know, with what they have to wear, if they're carrying a heavy intru- instrument, like I, you know, they get they probably get a great workout doing marching band. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, seven thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news. Not it's not a competitive sport. No. They're competing with each other. All right, Scott, thanks for the call and thanks for waiting in New Jersey 101.5. Joe's in Randolph on New Jersey 101.5. All right, Joe, you're going the other way. Yeah, uh, don't say that. Hey, Steve, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> no, no, no. I meant he's going the other. The, okay, the, the other it. opinion. Right. Yes, I'm doing good, pal. How are you? Good, pal. Hey, happy Thanksgiving ahead of time. But anyway, hey, listen, when I went to school many, many years ago, right. in our yearbook, it wasn't even listed. Though it said extracurricular activities. Right. And yeah, I was, yeah, but I was, a, I was a drummer. I had, I played sports. I played hockey. I played football. I, I wrestled a bit, played baseball. And to be honest with you, as far as being a sport, considered a sport, maybe not, you know, but do they get a varsity letter in it? Yes, they do. But I got to tell you, as far as workout, going to camp, it is very physical. I play drums right now. My fingers are knocked up with arthritis for being a drummer. But on the other hand, look at our Olympic events. Do you consider curling or bobsled? I'm not. But I see, that's the thing, though. But they're actual games. I, I I don't consider that that maybe that's it. I don't see band as a game unless you're talking about Beatles rock band on Xbox 360. No, I don't see it as a game. Competition, it is a game, and winner takes all. As far as curling, how much of a workout is that? One person slides down at zero point twenty oh. less miles an hour, and the other two guide. And the other they thing sweep it the bob sled. It it's like a high speed Uber driver. Did you ever see the movie Help? No. With the Beatles, you know, help with the Beatles when they were doing the curling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know. Right. Yeah, so yeah, there's, yeah. there's the there's the scene where like Ringo and George are doing the curling, right? And they were so stunned it took them all day to film the scene because every time they start rolling, instead of sweeping the floor, they'd like start sweeping and run off into the hills and they have to go get them and bring them back to do the scene again. Uh, now I know like my wife and I came to see you in your comedy show. You and your your handsome two boys with the bushy hair. How are they doing? Oh, they're doing great. That thank you for asking. Yeah. And out, but 16 uh, years old playing high school football. It's the best. Good for him. God bless. Uh, hey, Steve, you have a happy Thanksgiving, buddy. You too, Joe. Macaroni on the table. Don't forget. <laughs> Got you. Thanks. All right. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Andrew, hang on. All right, come on. Is marching band a high school sport? 
I'm not saying I'm, I'm taking nothing away from marching band if it isn't. I don't see it as a sport. I see it as artistry. I see it as you know as music. I see it as I get everything about it. I don't see it as a sport. I'll give you a couple of definitions. I'll tell you what the Oxford Dictionary says coming up, but what do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. Let me get get a commercial here. Uh, Where the hell is my commercial here? Ah, have you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center, and they are my friends, know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations a pedigree, a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. On your radio. On- 4.5, hitting the streets. Join us at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on Memorial Parkway this Friday at 4 p.m. We'll bring the fun and games, plus a chance to win a pro football jersey, too. Ah, must be a giant jersey. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van and see you Friday at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on Memorial Parkway. Steve Trevelis. Rob Brown, my producer, whose father made a very interesting point about the topic, uh, is high school sports, is high school marching band a sport? Go ahead. So he told me. Yes. There's a lot of gambling now, sports gambling. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. We we advertise it. It's on sports advertising. But. Apps. Apps. Are you. Parks app. Go on, you, excuse you, me. Do you see anything about marching band on there. You're watching a college football game. Is there anything about the marching band on there? You see, you're right. You're right. I'm going to take Emerson High School, given the points. Can't do it. 1-800-283-101.5. Muddy is in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5. Oh, Muddy, what are you doing? <laughs> Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Well, I have to say, as the mother of a band band person, I I would consider it a sport because they work really hard. You but, can't bet on it, right? Like the last person said, right? You know, as soon as school's out for the summer, they are back to school and twice two nights a week, and then band camp for two weeks. But that doesn't make it a sport. I mean, is cooking a sport? What if, what if they were cleaning houses? Is that a sport? Just because they're out working or practicing doesn't make it a sport. They compete in the rain. It's competition also, so they compete. But they're competing with other bands. I mean, I don't see that as a... I'm not taking anything away from marching band. I don't doubt that they're in tip-top physical condition. Like I said, it's a ballet. It all works in unison. I compared it to a football play when everything works right. And everything has to work in concert. But I don't see it as a sport. That that's the part that gets. I know Oxford Dictionary sees it as a sport. I just don't do. see it. As, really? Oh yeah, but uh, did you know that? Hey, I'll give you the definition. Okay, the um, a, a sport is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against others for entertainment. With that in mind, marching band does qualify as a sport. Now that's what they say. And they, and they work hard. That's why I'm saying it. It's but not, I don't doubt that they work hard. Enjoy it, but it is hard work for them and for us. <laughs> is cooking a sport? Uh, depends if you like it or not. I like it. So no, no, but, no, but just because you like it doesn't make it a sport, Marie. Just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's not. I don't know. It's like you know. I can make the same argument. Is chess a sport? 
You sit there and you play a game. But people say people consider that a sport. I, I get where you are. I totally understand. But thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. The Twitter poll, 137 votes. 75.2% say high school marching band is not a sport. 24.8% say it is. Dave Hodge, a very funny comedian. Not all activities are sports. I totally agree with the man. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. We are definitely taking this into the next hour. I want to hear from the band members. All Jersey, all the time. I'm loving every minute of it. New Jersey 101.5. KXW Trenton, WKXW HD. Oh, yeah. Until the night is over. Night's going to end at 11 o'clock tonight. That's you and me. Hi, right, Steve Trevelis. We were talking about the high school marching band being a sport. And uh, 161 votes on a Twitter poll in an hour. 75.2% say it is not a sport. Of course it's not a sport. 24.8% say, yes, it is a sport. Uh, just because you have to be in reasonably good shape, and I don't even know that you do, uh, but I just I, they work really hard. It's a sport. No, just because you work really hard at something doesn't make it a sport. It just makes it something that you work really hard at. And nothing against bands. Bands are fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the way they work together in unison, everything has to go right for the sound to be right. Same thing in a, in a play, basketball, football, baseball, hockey, a home run, every, a, a baseball hit. Everything has to work for it to happen. But I don't see, uh, you can't bet on it. If you go to any athletic department, you're not going to see band listed. You're going to see it listed on the musical activities. You may see it listed on the arts and entertainment, but you're not going to see it listed on the sports. So the question of is there is a marching band the sport? I got to say no. And, despite, and I'm going to go along with the Twitter poll here. Me as well. Right. Me as well. So uh, the next topic. Uh, so you had a case of food poisoning. Yes. So this happened to me last year. Uh College student, you know, you really, it's either you're you're either eating at the dining hall or you're finding something. And it was one of those nights, Saturday night, I thought that the dining hall would be open. Usually it's open until 9. I get there at 7.30. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to destroy their food because it's pretty much like a buffet, all you can eat. So I usually get like three or four plates. Oh, look at you. Dude, you got to go in. I used to love their curly fries, Mm -hmm. but I got to stay on topic. Can't. So just like that, how I close myself off, I pretty much hit the door because it's closed. 7.30, closed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. What am I going to do? It's it, pretty much like dinner has just started. So I say to myself, all right, where else could I go on campus? And everywhere else has like a 50-minute wait. So I was like, all right, fine. I was with my girlfriend, and we go to ShopRite. I think to myself, all right, I can't really cook. So I'm looking around ch- trying to find something, and I find this chicken sandwich. It's not really a chicken sandwich. It's a really dry piece of chicken with two buns on top and on the bottom, and I look and it says, best of, and it says the date, like that day. And I was like, all right, like, <laughs> it's $1.99, I'll go for it. 
Yep. I get back to my girlfriend's apartment. I pull it out. I rip it pretty much. I, I rip off the piece of meat like a pretty much like a rubber tire. And mm. I say to myself, oh, maybe this wasn't a good idea. But I finish it. I feel fine. I have maybe two or three drinks because it was a Saturday night. Wanted right. to relax. I wake up. I feel miserable. And I throw up. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. I usually don't throw up after you know, two or three drinks. Two or three drinks, but all right, maybe I was dehydrated or something. I fall back asleep. This goes on until 8 p.m. Really? Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is definitely not like I, I'm not like just hungover. This is definitely this chicken, and it was. Yeah. See, Shoprite usually has great food, by the way. But I know. The, uh, yeah, but the. Uh, yeah, you go to a great fresh restaurant. Happened to me last week. We went to a really nice, fancy schmancy restaurant. Really? You come home, and next thing you know, uh, you find yourself in the bathroom. And two things happen. Along with the the one thing is, oh my god, this sucks. The other thing is. I am losing a ton of weight right now. Now, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to be so skinny. I'm going to get licensed to eat because I'm one of these guys that get on the scale every day. And you know, you can manipulate the scale. You want to lose weight. You got to learn the correlation between your scale and the bathroom floor. You know, if you go like three tiles down, six to the left, you could lose five pounds. <laughs> if what? you know what you're doing. Yeah, because the you know, the scale is you know, it's balanced, right? So if you take the scale, you slide it over in the bathroom floor, you lose weight, you slide it over the other way, you gain weight. You gotta know your bath the relationship between the scale and your bathroom floor. And if you do the thing where you get up on the scale and you're like, if you, if you like lean to the left, it'll go down. You lean to the right, it'll go up. You do a deal like Mr. Miyagi where you do like Karate Kid. <laughs> I was, yeah, you, you yeah. had your arms up. You got to put I was your arms that. up and the knee goes up, right? You got to do that, right? You know, you got you, you to gotta manipulate so you can lose weight. But like if you got food poisoning, oh, this is good. I'm going to, if you could put up with the pain, but on the other hand, when this is over, I'm going to get licensed to eat for a couple of days. I got to tell you, I did the same thing. It was, I'd probably say 9 p.m. I was finally feeling good. I had a bacon, egg, and cheese because I was, because my, my girlfriend and I went out to get some food. So now you can like, eat anything you want. Now you feel like, great yeah, and you're hungry. Yeah, because we, we were going to go out, get some bagels. And right. it was actually at, uh, it's called New York Bagel and Deli. It's actually right here in Ewing. Uh-huh. And... Literally, I, I'm like, we're driving there, and I'm, I'm spinning like I just got off a Disney ride. And I'm like, this, this is terrible. And we get out of the car, and I literally throw up right there. And the homeless guy who was Before right nearby. Before you ate? No, like literally as we're getting the bagels. Like we're supposed to go oh, in and so pick up the bagels. I haven't eaten anything yet, uh-huh. and, and I'm throwing up. And the, the homeless guy who's usually nearby, he checks on me instead. <laughs> he says, you know, I was going to crash this place, but nah. <laughs> so the, but they, they, the, the New York Bagel and Deli put you back on track. Yeah, it did. They had the good stuff. Oh, I, scar- I scarfed it down. Mm-hmm. 1-800-283-101.5. What's the worst case of food poisoning you ever had? Have you ever had? Food food poisoning. I don't name the place that you got it. We don't want to put anybody down. But what was your story? And I'm telling you, the best thing about getting food poisoning is you're going to lose weight. You know, you you want to shed those unwanted pounds. You're not going to eat. You're not going to have an appetite, and you're going to lose weight. And when it's all over, you have license to eat. But have you ever had a really bad case of food poisoning? Or do you know? You can tell me what gave it to you. And I can say, why would you eat that? Because a lot of times, like, if there's stuff that you just, your body's not ready. 
you go to a restaurant and you got these like rich sauces or things like that. Oh, yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, mm, you know, you, you, you like it. And it sounds like a great idea. And then you eat it and your body's like, you shouldn't have done this. And it starts messing with you. But uh, worst case of food poisoning you ever had, 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, was it something that, uh, something that lasted a while? Or is it the good kind where you get it and, uh, you know, it, it nauseates you for a little bit? When you get out of the bathroom, all is said and done, all is good. I got to tell you, I have a couple of friends who it usually goes down the route of, I lived in a fraternity house for a year, uh-huh. and we had, I'd say, an average of two to three pizza boxes in our fridge because my friends always, no matter what, I'd say to them, why'd you get a new uh, thing of pizza? And they say, uh... Uh, the, the one in the fridge didn't look that great. And I said, well, why, why don't we throw it out? And they're like, uh, may, maybe if I want it. Doesn't look, yeah, it doesn't look that bad. And they finally got it, but it took them. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Food poisoning stories. When I need windows for my home, I called East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. They've been in business providing the best customer service in New Jersey for over 40 years. Very professional from the first informative call to the consultation explaining why my new windows would be the best, and they were. And they are. Top-notch installation. Each encounter proved they care about their work and take pride in their company. I would gladly recommend you call East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows for your exterior home renovation. 908-381-0066 or visit eastcoastroofing.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1.5 in the streets. Join Nelson Credit Union in New Jersey and Ewing this Saturday at 10 a.m. We'll bring the fun and games plus prizes and lottery tickets too. Look for New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. See you Saturday at Credit Union of New Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5 What's uh, the worst food poisoning story you've ever had? One great thing about New Jersey, we love to eat, and we get the best food anywhere. But sometimes that food goes bad, and you don't know it when you eat it. Uh, Harry is in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Harry. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, 19, well, I'm all right now, but I wasn't in 1987. I was working for an organ company out of Princeton. Mm -hmm. And we had just installed an organ in the big Catholic church in Morristown. Right. And we were doing the final regulation and I was there with my boss. And, you know, we, and when you do that, you, you don't just, you know, work nine to five, you work until you're done. So we went to dinner at this steak joint and I sat there with my boss. Uh I won't. And we both ate exactly the same thing. We had a couple of nice steaks. And I decided to get the chocolate mousse pie that was on special. He got something else. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to work. And I start hiccuping and not feeling exactly great. Uh-huh. Well, we, we finished up. And uh, my, my boss lived in Manhattan. He got the train went home. I got in my car and started to drive back down to Ocean Grove where I lived at the time. Right. And I had a flat tire. Oh God! And on the turnpike, and I'm trying to change the flat tire, and the spare doesn't fit. Right. And yeah, you know, I was I was driving a Pontiac, and I think what happened is one of the, the full size spares from my sister's Ford had gotten in there. Right. So the bolt pattern didn't line up, and I'm getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And a state trooper comes along and he calls me a tow truck. Tow truck driver comes. 
you know, he, he hooks my car. I'm in the, the, the tow truck driver's passenger seat. It was all I could do to keep him barfing in his cab. And you don't do that to a tow truck driver. So he yeah. drops me at a service area. And my digestive system just let loose oh, like Mount St. Helens. Oh, One God. end, and then the other end, and then, oh, my, I was so sick. My wife came and picked me up. I managed to call her, and she picked me up. My mother-in-law uh, came to babysit our small child at the time. And my, my wife picked me up um, and dropped me at the front door. I ran inside. And I couldn't make it to the bathroom when I puked on the rug. Oh, man. And this was some crummy rented house. And you know, the funny thing was that there was one of those cheap, weird pattern rugs. You couldn't even tell that I puked on it. it was <laughs> that was a good thing about uh, those rugs, Harry. That was full-blown salmonella because chocolate mousse has eggs in it. It was on. Oh, salmonella. man. And it had been sitting around percolating all day long. Uh, and I got to tell you, when you have salmonella like that, you're not right for a long time. Mm. For years, I would get waves of nausea. Really? You know what? Yeah. That's, oh, it was oh. bad. I had a fever and the whole thing. Oh, that's horrible. What a... <laughs> Tammy is in South River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tammy. Hi, how are you, Steve? Good, how are you? My first time calling you, I've called uh, everybody else my first time. Well, it's about time, Tammy. I know I've been here, it was 11 years now, every night. Is Tammy oh going to call tonight? Maybe tonight. <laughs> and here you are. Yay. Yeah, exactly. Yes, unfortunately, it's a bad story because I was sick. Oh, to see what it takes to get you to call? <laughs> yeah, I was in France in the French Riviera. Oh, yeah? Good for I, you. I ate. I yeah, but I not so good because I couldn't enjoy my vacation. I had uh, pasteur non no pasteurized. I guess it's non pasteurized, right? Whatever the the milk I had, I pasteurized ravioli. Yeah, you had the milk with ravioli. Oh, it was a cream sauce, and then we went to this French restaurant, and it was looked so enticing, and it was so good. And, and then, then you ordered it. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the the next day at the pool, I'm at the pool, and uh, oh, not the pool! Oh no, not the pool! Oh, <laughs> well, thank God it wasn't in the pool. I ran away from the pool, but for, yeah, thank, I, thank God for everybody else in the pool. You ran away from the pool. And they thank you for that. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, do not eat cream sauce overseas. Yes, no no creams. Ever. Remember what Tammy said, and you'll call again. No cream sauce overseas. Jennifer is in beautiful Philadelphia. Contradiction in terms. On New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. So my husband had jury duty in Philadelphia and ate at a local burger shop across the street from the Reading Terminal. Right. And I was, I'm a nurse, I worked a 12-hour shift that Saturday, and he called and said, oh, I had diarrhea a couple times. And I said, well, how many? He says, oh, about four. So I come oh. home at 7.30, uh -huh. and he looks gray, and I said, Are you, have you been drinking? He says, I can't keep my stand, everything runs through me. So he sits there, and he walks into the kitchen and yeah. collapses. Oh. I had to call 911. Um, we, they, it, took, it felt like eternity for them to come. 
um, they came. They had to put IVs in him. And wow. Because he was out. And we get to, we're in the back of the ambulance, and they have a, a mask on him to breathe better. Right. And at this point, he had uh, defecated on himself multiple times. I had to cut his pants off on the kitchen floor while the EMTs are working on him. Oh, God. We're driving to the hospital, and he's a little more weak, and he says... Are my toenails painted? Are my toenails painted? Yes, my toenails painted because my little niece had painted his nails. Get out. (laughs) And uh, he said, did I crap myself? I said, you did. And he says, well, F my life. And (laughs) we get to the emergency room. And they had admitted him. He was in there for two days with food poisoning. He couldn't keep anything down. It was that severe. Oh my uh, burger. Lucky thing he's married to you a nurse. Oh man. <laughs> what a story. Uh, you know what? That's the only you could never tell that story to anybody else but on the radio when no one will know yeah. who he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jennifer, thanks for the call. The New Jersey one oh one point five. Go ahead, Sam, top that. <laughs> New Jersey one oh one point five. Hey Sam. Hey, Steve Sober Sammy from Tom's River. What's up, Sober Sammy? All right, so on a cruise, buddy, no no buffets for Sober Sammy because I, you know, it's a cesspool of germs. Oh, God, yeah. Sick. I didn't get to enjoy the cruise. Didn't pick my head up off the pillow. Really? God awful. God awful. What country were you cruising to? I was going to a, on a European cruise. Oh, man. Sicily and Greece. And where did it, where did it happen? Like between the two? Uh, no, no, I never really got to enjoy either one. I somewhere out there. Well, no, actually, we landed in Barcelona, so it was actually from on the way from Barcelona to Sicily. Yeah, you got to be careful with the cruises, especially when you're, you know, when you're that far abroad. You know, although I've I've done like a European cruise and it was pretty good. It's just that there's so much eating. Uh, right. Yeah, you, you got to train your body for that. Sam, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You ever had food poisoning? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, of course. What a great way to lose weight. <laughs> that know? is a good way to do it, yeah. You want nothing to do with food during that period. No, you eat the bad meal, right? That tastes good. And then later on, okay, I'm going to make room for more food later. <laughs> and everything works out, right? You ought to have the food poisoning diet, right? <laughs> Between that and last night's Thanksgiving, every night, new idea to make people money. And look at you, million-dollar ideas every every day. And we don't see a dime. No. 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ 101.5. Imagine this. You go to a restaurant. You have a great meal. You pay a lot of money. You come home. Competent. Comfortable. Content. The next thing you know, you get a little rumbling. A little bum the next thing you know, you spend quality time in the bathroom. You and your cell phone reading novels and uh, losing a lot of weight, if you know what I mean. Because, uh, and uh, have you ever had to deal with food poisoning before? The bad news is uh, it's going to be painful. The good news is uh, you're going to get skinny. <laughs> when you're hungry, you'll feel okay about eating again. Uh, Mike is in Woodbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Cool, uh, buddy. I think I think my story tops everybody else's story so far. All right, we had a pretty strong one earlier, but go ahead. So, all right, we uh, 
We're we're going to we're going to Hershey Park, me and the family, and uh-huh. we stop by my wife's favorite spot. We'll call it the Saltine Bucket. Okay. Her, uh, country fried chicken. Oh. By the time we got by the time we got to Hershey Park, I was in the bathroom every three to five minutes with the Hershey squirts. Oh God, no! Three to five, Jesus. Oh, Cramps galore. Cramps galore. Couldn't even get on any of your rides with the kids. Going, trying to do the tour of the chocolate factory. Not the chocolate factory. Oh, Oh, my God. My wife was so mad at me. What's she mad at you for? (laughs) Oh, mad at me because I got food poisoning. On top of being sick, you got to put up with the aggravation from your wife. Exactly, exactly. Can you believe it, Steve? They they just don't understand, Mike. They don't understand. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, That's the other bad thing. When you're on the road, when you're on the road, and, you know, you don't want to keep stopping at public restrooms. That's like the worst. God, there was one time, I can't remember, it was, I was doing a... River Blues Fest or something like that. And it's like 100 degrees outside. And you ever get it? Like, And, and I'm walking down uh, South Street. And I had to get to Penn's Landing. And it's not like their bathrooms are readily made available to you. And it's not like whatever bathroom you can manage to get into in these dive bar after dive restaurant after dive bar is uh, going to be clean. <laughs> And you're actually debating, what do I do here? Uh, But have you ever had a case? You don't have to get too graphic. But, I mean, like, you know, have you had the worst case of food poisoning? What happened to you? What happened to you? 1-800-283-101.5. And here's the other thing. Did you ever go back to the place that you got it from? Did you ever go back and complain? And did they do anything about it? Because there's really nothing you can do. Like, if you go in there and complain that you got food poisoning, they're going to say prove it. Although, like, I don't know. Like, I'd love to know this. If you're a restaurant owner or work in the restaurant business, if someone came back to your place complaining that they got food poisoning from something they ate from your establishment, would you deny it or would you give them a meal? Right? Would you apologize or would you give them a meal? 1-800-283-101.5. That's a tough one. Because if you if you deny it, right, you got bad publicity. They're going to go tell everybody they did it. If you give them the meal or if you admit it, now you're admitting that you gave somebody food poisoning. You're a restaurant. And would that be bad publicity? Like, you can't win that either way. I mean, because you know what? Things happen. You can't blame, if it's a reputable restaurant, sometimes things happen. For whatever reason, no one knew the milk was bad. No one knew, you know, that something had changed, turned or whatever. It's just, it's happenstance. It's not something that you immediately, if it repeatedly happens, that's a different story. Peter's in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Who better than you for this question, Peter? Go ahead. Restaurant owner. At my own place, we didn't have that many people who got sick off our food. Right. So we never got sued. But what if somebody came in and claimed that they, if you're working, right? Somebody comes into your restaurant and claims that they got food poisoning from something that they ate. They can't prove it. What would you do? Whatever it is, if you can't prove it, I would try it myself. 
No, 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 no. In other words, they're saying like Peter. They come in. They they come in. Say they come in like tonight's Tuesday, right? Correct. Somebody comes in tonight and says, you know, I just want you to know that I was here on Sunday and I ordered the whatever, and uh, I spent a, a day in the bathroom, and I'm really, I got really, really sick from it. I'm just telling you, I don't want to complain. I just want you to know that this happened. What it would, would you do? be noted. Right. We check the food. Right. You are supposed to have everything dated in your reaching box. You are supposed to have everything covered. You are supposed to have the correct temperatures. That's what the health department is for. Sometimes things one, happen, right? Yes. Despite one all time, that. my mom and dad went to a restaurant in Princeton, as well as me. Right. The lamb shanks. Right, don't, oh, no. My That's bro, not my the name of the restaurant. Smell. I'm not going to say the name. Okay. Because it would be embarrassing. Right. The minute, the minute my brother smelled the lamb shanks, he told my mother, do not eat them. My father looked at them and said, there is no way you are having it. Then you send it back to the kitchen. Right. They say there's nothing wrong with it. My brother said, you're giving my mother something else. The next day, Every single lamb shank went in the garbage. Well, that's expensive. Because the food and beverage director smelled them uh-huh. in the walk-in box. He knew. And tossed it. Yeah, he knew. Yeah. And I went to another restaurant in Princeton, mm-hmm. had calamari, sautéed. Right. I spent the night in the bathroom throwing up. You know what the other end. No, I got it. I got it. And I went there again, tried to have a cheeseburger. I just told the girl, give me the check. I'm out of here. You're not seeing me again. When I stop going to places, that's when you know the food is bad. But did they, but I mean, like, if somebody came, but like you said, someone came to your place, you would give them their money. If, honestly, yeah, they I would got, give them their money back. You would. I would give them a comp. Okay. I would give them a free dinner. I would give them an apology. And would they want to come back and eat knowing they got food poisoning last time? Maybe not, because there's another place in Princeton that had food poisoning on Thanksgiving. Oh, of all times. And it made the paper. All right, Peter, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Have you ever had food poisoning? Give me a food poisoning story. And again, if you're in a restaurant business, somebody comes to your place claiming that they got food poisoning. You can't prove it. They got it a couple of days ago. They're just coming back. They want you to know that this happened. Would you A, deny it, B, give them their money back, uh, or and a comp or whatever, and C, you know, would you know would they eat there? 1-800-283-101.5. Does it sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning. Or I certainly can't do the same things I used to do before because I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or 
drowsy like other places, call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. Jersey Radio. Speaking of things, getting with New Jersey 101.5, you can win a free $100 Wegmans gift card for this year's holiday feast. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app. We'll win a free $100 Wegmans gift card. There's three winners every weekday, thanks to our sponsors, Edison Nissan, Route 1 in Edison, and Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Food poisoning stories. Let's go to uh, John in Piscataway on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? How's my fellow New York Giant fan? Ah, you and me, two peas in a pod, John. Isn't it nice the Eagles lost last night? Oh, man, what a weekend. That's been good. Mm-hmm. So tell me your story. Okay. Um, 1975, just got out of college, living at home with my folks in Piscataway, and uh, sat down on a Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, to watch... The Steelers, and at that time I was a Steeler fan. I had uh, I cooked myself up a batch of Mrs. Paul's fried clams. Oh, down and ate them, and you know they weren't real great, but they weren't real fishy or anything. But I don't know, I ate them. So about midnight, I hit the sack, and I probably and I was feeling fine. I hit the sack. And probably 10 minutes I'm laying there, and I felt my gut starting to churn. Uh-oh. And I got up, went to the bathroom, and like the other guy said, it was coming out of both ends. Oh. So I felt, I felt much better after I got that out of me. Went back to bed. 10 minutes went by. Round two kicks in. I get up. Same thing. Felt much better after that. Lay down again, round three. Wow. I went for it, and then I went into my, my mom and dad's bedroom, and I said, Dad, something's wrong. I think I, you, you got to drive me to the hospital. So he drove me to St. Peter's Hospital in New Brunswick, and I was on a gurney on my side, buckled over, and just, it was really, really bad. Mm. So he gave me a shot. And they said that this will, like, relax the muscles and, you know, calm you down and all that good stuff. And uh, it took about 45 minutes for that shot to kick in. But once it did, it was pretty much all over. And, you know, honest to God, I don't believe I stayed over that night. They let me go home, and it was probably 2, 3 in the morning by then. But uh, I was okay after that. But for those couple hours, it was murder. Oh, John. Yeah, now what have we learned? <laughs> we go from now on, no more Mrs. Pauls. Mrs. Ringo, Mrs. John, Mrs. George. No, no, no more Mrs. Pauls. Do they still make Mrs. Pauls? I don't know. I don't do the shopping anymore. I, I don't know. They used to be pretty good, the fish cakes and all that. I don't know if they still make it, but thanks for the call. John is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? 
<clears throat> Good. Uh, similar story to uh, the gentleman before me. Uh, it was about 25 years ago. It was uh, Saturday after Good Friday. Right. And Holy Saturday. Dinner. Yeah, and um, to a local place we had gone many times before. It was, uh, you know, I consider it a good restaurant. I'm speculating it was uh, bad shrimp. They probably, you know, bought a ton of fish for Good Friday. Maybe they had some left over. I'm not sure. Right. I would say it is the only time in my life I've ever had real food. I would consider that real food poisoning. I came home from the restaurant about maybe 8 o'clock we got home. Right. And I would say by about 9.45, 10 o'clock, same thing, stomach started churning, and it was absolutely brutal. And I uh, I <clears throat> uh, straddled and huddled over the bowl in this little tiny bathroom downstairs all night long until, you know, until daybreak. Oh, my God. And it was, and my brother-in-law, upstairs could tell me he could hear me ralphing all night long and um i made my way upstairs at some point in time into bed stayed in bed all day um you know on e easter sunday and i managed to make my way down to the table around four or five in the afternoon and i ate one hot roll that was my easter dinner oh my god and hopefully it's soaked up there's nothing left for it to soak up 1-800-283-101.5 the bet park sportsbook and casino app the official sportsbook of the diehard philly sports fans safe secure easy to use everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook join bet parks with me now it's the only casino and sportsbook app i recommend bet football philly Props, Fly Guys Hockey. Uh, it should be Philly Hoops. Uh, Fly Guys Hockey. Bet the Birds every week. Bet Penn State and all your favorite college teams. Live in-game betting. You can bet on the action as it happens. Download the Bet Parks app right now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com is all the terms and conditions. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Bet more than one to score bet on a player performances like who scores touchdowns, points, rebounds, assists, goal scorers, and more. Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app where odds, slots, bets, and games all come together right in your pocket. Join me with Bet Parks right now. Must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. National winner for Best Newscast. New Jersey 101.5 has received the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We bring you our best because you bring us yours. Proud to be New Jersey 101.5. WKXW. That's all right. All right. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trebleese. And you. Talking all things Jersey because that's what we do. You go to NJ1015.com and you remember the interview I did last night with uh, John Diamore? Uh, my Union City compadre is going to be at the Seawaring Public Library this weekend reading his book, Me and George. Uh, it's up there. And not only that, uh, we're going to get Carl Palmer up there. Cheaper to eat out. I got eight recommendations for Thanksgiving restaurants in New Jersey. That it was a combination of the listeners calling in, my social media, all calling in to say where they would go for Thanksgiving. I put the menus up there and everything. Do check it out. If you want pizza for Thanksgiving, I put up David Portnoy. 
Portnoy's Top 20 New Jersey Pizza Reviews and why the Giants, the New York football Giants, who are only a game behind the Philadelphia Eagles, who unbelievably lost last night. I'm as shocked as you are. The Philadelphia Eagles lost a football game. Oh, my God. Uh, but I, uh, I think the Giants got to bring Daniel Jones back. They tried to bring Saquon Barkley back, and that didn't work out. Also, uh, Vince August, a very funny comedian who used to be a New Jersey judge, and he discusses uh, Governor Murphy's auto theft proposals. So uh, go to nj1015.com and check out the Steve Trevelis page. Let me tell you about Squiggy. Squiggy is a rooster, and he's missing from his Atlantic County, New Jersey home. And that home would be the Funny Farm Animal Sanctuary. And they are appealing for the return of their beloved rooster. Squeaky went missing from the sanctuary in Hamilton on Tuesday. And uh, there's an $1,800 reward that has been donated and is being offered for the bird's safe return. They posted on Facebook, we don't think a predator got him. He hung out mostly by the stage area where there are lots of people. But just in case he happened to crawl into your car and you bring him back, cha-ching, $1,800 could be yours. That's like a gallon of gas and two Bruce Springsteen tickets. Could you beat that? So um, if you're interested, go to nj1015.com and we've got the story. What I want to ask you, though, about this story, apparently roosters make great pets. Um Apparently, chickens, I had no idea. If anyone's ever raised chickens or anything, I understand they're really intelligent animals. And uh, if we made them pets, they'd be pretty good at it. Uh, Or do you have a chicken or a rooster as a pet? But I also want to ask you, have you ever lost your pet? And I don't mean like your pet died. I mean like, did you ever have your dog run away, the cat take off, the bird fly out the window? Um... I don't know, the fish dive into the toilet. Don't <laughs> matter the bowl. Uh, have you ever lost a pet? And did it come back to you? How long was it gone? Where did it go? Were you surprised? Or did you ever, like, lose the pet, and next thing you know, like, days go by? Or find a pet. Find somebody else's pet. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, the feeling when you lose the pet and you're out in the street and you're walking. My dog used to run away. Well, I had a dog, Ziggy, that would run away all the time. And it was, you know, it's scary. You know, Rob, you've got a a lost pet story. Yes, I do. So it's not a dog. It's a hamster. My family went through. How do you lose a hamster? So it escaped. My sister was a big hamster fan back in the day, right. and this one escaped, and it, it, it escaped before it, and we were like, oh, you know, we just put it back in, but it escaped, and it was gone for like days. Really? And my mom actually had to catch it with a mousetrap. It caught that. Oh, my God. I got to hear this story. one 1015 My dog. Um, I had, my, my first dog was Abby. Abby, you could let her out alone with no problem. You reach out. You open the door. You'd scream her name. Wherever she was, she'd come running back. Ziggy cost me like $5,000 in security between electric fence and uh, cyclone fence and cages and leashes and chains and all that. And until uh, he finally decided he had a good thing going and why would he want to leave. Uh, but when he would run away, 
you know, one time he took off and we couldn't find him and he ran away. I live by something called the wildlife preserve called the Assabank. And the dog ran away and two kids were fishing in a boat in a lake and the dog swam out to the boat. And then I get a call. Uh, the state troopers show up at my house with my dirty, smelly, stinky dog in a box, in a cage, like, you know, the portable thing. Does this belong to you? And I'm like, yeah, give me him. Uh, <laughs> another time he ran away and he, uh, he took off and there's a, there's a grave in my town. You could have, uh, Roosevelt has its own cemetery. And if you're a resident, you get to be buried in Roosevelt. And they were actually having a funeral in Roosevelt. And myself at the time, I had my, I wasn't married then. B Street Glenn was living with me and a couple other guys. And there's B Street Glenn in the bushes at the funeral trying to get my dog who's now walked over and he's laying next to the, where the hole where the grave has been dug. And he's just laying there. And Glenn's in the bush. Ziggy, ziggy. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever lost a pet? Tell me your lost pet story. Abby's in Warren on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Abby. Hi, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Um, well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. So, yes, I lost my beagle. I was devastated. I had three dogs at the time. Right. Back to back. Um, and my beagle got lost. I was chasing her everywhere. I followed her as much as I could. It was boring. And I'm walking through the woods in the back. And after, like, running, running, I lost track. It was getting dark. Right. I was devastated. Long story short, my American, I take my American Eskimo because I knew it would try to smell her or find her and nothing. Three hours go by. My six-year-old son is devastated. We're all upset. Um... My neighbors heard me screaming for Skylar, and then, wouldn't you know, this happened during daylight, and by 9 p.m., they show up with this little six-month beagle who broke through the invisible fence because of deers, and the invisible collar didn't work. Clearly, her adrenaline was more powerful than the invisible collar, and we recovered her. Wow, that's great. Yes, and guess what? What's that? It happened twice. She, she dug right under the fence. Six months later, she was a year old by this time and did it again. But this time, I was able to catch her, and oh. I was devastated. I was devastated. Now she's nine years old, and it's, she's an amazing dog. But and you still got her. Feeling. And she realizes she's got a good thing going, and she's not leaving anymore. Yes, and I've helped other people recover their pet. It's the worst feeling in the world. I found a dog in the park, and the parents were just thrilled, and the kids to recover their pets. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, those invisible fences, you got to be careful because what happens is, you know, they'll, if the dog crashes, now he's afraid to come home because he's going to get shocked if he comes back. And, you know, that, that, that's the downside. You got to be careful with that stuff. Abby, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever lost a pet? Have you ever found someone else's pet or found a pet and were actually able to find and track down the owners? 
Because that happens, too. How many people now, after, after the pandemic, they were releasing dogs all over the place? How many people just actually literally rescued a dog because they saw it walking on the street, had no idea where it came from, tried to find the owner and couldn't? But how about the ones that tried to find the owner and did? 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your lost pet story or give me your found pet story. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1.5 presents our town hall, Maine in New Jersey, this Thursday night at 7. Join news anchor Eric Scott, Garden State manufacturers and business experts. We'll highlight local companies, examine statewide challenges, offer working solutions to the New Jersey 101.5 town hall, Maine in New Jersey, this Thursday night at 7. Watch it on nj1015.com or listen on your radio or our free app. Steve Trevelis and you. Tomorrow night, trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. The usual suspects will be here, Gemini, uh, Justin Gonzalez, Mark Riccadonna, the very funny Mark Riccadonna, who's also now an award-winning movie director. And uh, Thursday night, uh, Joe Bonanno's going to be here. And uh, Jesse Warren's going to tell us about the new restaurant that he's opening, the, uh, the Hot Asbury Park agent slash entrepreneur. Uh, good friend of Eddie Testa, I might add. Uh, so tell me the story. Now, I can get you on if you call right now. There's a, new Jer- uh, a rooster named Squiggy has disappeared from an Atlantic County farm, and they're trying to find him. And I'm asking... You know, if anyone's had, anyone raises chickens or roosters, what kind of pets are they? You know, would you want to have a rooster? I know people like now with the egg thing, you know, eggs being so expensive, more and more people are raising chickens uh, to save money on the eggs. And also, um, I understand that I didn't realize this. But chickens are very intelligent, and roosters are very intelligent. But roosters don't have the lifespan of chickens because they can't lay eggs. People are more reticent to kill the rooster. Remember Bugs Bunny? Kill the rooster. Kill the rooster. No, kill the rabbit. But has anyone ever lost a pet and had it come back? You know, or anyone ever found a pet? And was able to get it to its rightful owner. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, anyone ever have a pet disappear, run away, sneak away, slither away? The slither away part is really scary. My cousin had a boa constrictor that got out of the box and they couldn't find it. And he's living in an apartment at the time. And they found it curled up behind it and pulled the refrigerator out. Who got to do that job? 1-800-283-101.5. If you ever owned a chicken, let me know. But if you ever, you know, found a pet or lost your pet, the scary thing is when you're out in the street, you know, and you're, and you're roaming the streets and you're trying to find, you call the cops. They don't know. All you can do is, like, patrol. What are you going to do, go yard to yard? You have no idea where it is. 1-800-283-101.5. Losing a pet, finding a pet. You know, you're a hero when you find it. The other thing, too, is, you know, with the pandemic, how many people found their pets? You know, you end up adopting a pet yourself. You talk about it's the true story of animal rescue because you basically saved that pet's life. Why anyone would buy a pet, you know, to, to get them through the pandemic? 
and then turn them loose. And so many people did, and it's so sad. But have you ever found a pet and able to get it to its rightful owner? Or have you ever lost a pet? 1-800-283-101.5. So your mom, hold on, let's get the Susan's in Mount Holly on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Susan. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure whether I'd be done. I got you, Susan. What's going on? Well, I heard So tell me your story. But we just got the. Uh, Susan, listen, uh, Susan, you, you got it. You got. Can you turn the radio down, Susan? Hello? Yeah. Susan, can you turn down the radio? Although that guy sounds really good, but do it anyway. Susan? I didn't hear you. All right, Susan, don't worry. We'll talk later. Go ahead. So, all right. Yes. I found someone's You found someone's pet. I found pet. someone's pet before. So, it was a cat, and my family is usually not a cat family, mm-hmm. but uh, we found a cat, and... We took a photo of it, and we were like, whose cat is this? We came up with a name for it. We called it Ralph. Ralph the cat. Yeah, and okay. uh, it was actually one of my friend's cats. All the, and it was and from you like found a, it? Yeah, it was from across town, too. The How cat made that? its way. Yeah. Good job. Barry's in South Plainfield. Barry, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? All right. Did you ever find a pet, or did you lose a pet? No, actually, uh, I had a uh, friend who actually... Had a pet. Uh, it was a roller constrictor. Funny you mentioned that. And what happened? Well, what happened was um, the uh, the thing was named homework because uh, it was uh, given to him for hitting a home run. His dad gave it to him. His dad gave him a boa constrictor for hitting a home run. I would have struck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened is. Uh, he ends up uh, going and working the summer down at a place called uh, Sotals. Right. Uh, in the uh, Asbury Park or uh, Seaside Heights area. Right. Rented a house and worked there and so forth. Brought the pet down. Well, about three days before he's about ready to leave to go back to school, the uh, pet is gone and he can't find it. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. So the uh, they're looking all over. Finally, they said, "Well, you know, we got to leave him here." Right. So it. Well, about five days later, it's in the newspaper. They've got the they found Homer, and they had him in a jail cell in Asbury Park. The snake. The snake. Oh, he had to go get him. No, I don't know what he ended up doing with him. I think he did go and get him, but uh, yeah. And bail yeah, out in the newspaper and everything. Oh man, bail out Homer to Snake. Pete's in Ewing. What's happening, kiddo? Oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But um, how are you? All right. How about you? I'm I'm great, man. Still breathing. But let's see. I mean, I'm not going to tell you this story about how um, my wife lost um her favorite dog that she you know misses dearly to this day, and me too. But um. We got her back, but that's it's a long, sad story. But um, I found a cat um, when I was walking my dog. Um, it was right after what? I believe it was after Superstorm Sandy. Uh-huh. And um, I'm walking my dog along the wood line of the apartments we lived at at the time. 
and I'm hearing this meowing. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and I see this tiny little black cat with a really small head um, up in the tree. And I said, oh, kitty, come here. And he climbed down the tree right up to me and my dog. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, buddy, I wish I could keep you. And so me and my dog start walking back to our apartment, and he followed us all the way home. How about and so that? We, we, you know, kept him till we found the owner because we figured the, the owner was in the complex we lived in. So uh-huh. we found the owner. Gave nice. It to them. And um, I'm, I'm walking um, um, through the, the complex the next, uh, what, week? Week went by, and I saw the husband, um, and I was like, hey, how's the cat doing? He's like, why, you want him? Get out. I'm like, dude, if you don't want him, yeah, I love animals. Animals are, especially dogs, they're better than people. Um, but um, so he gave me the cat, and we have him to this day. Excellent. Excellent. See, that's a story with a happy ending. It's 930. Now the latest New Jersey news. 101.5. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. You and me hanging out till 11 o'clock. Headlines and treadlines coming up at 1030. I uh, wanted to talk about this last week. And things got a little, uh, I don't know, crowded. Uh... We were doing a whole bunch of different things, and we had people coming in, and uh, I really didn't get a chance to uh, to get to it. But there's a, there's a nonprofit group that's uh, pushing a measure to make buying sex in New Jersey a fourth-degree crime, which means if you solicit sex, if you visit a prostitute, it's a fourth-degree crime. And they're doing this hoping to reduce human trafficking. Now... I don't know that human trafficking would ever go away. Uh, and it can be nothing more horrible in this world. But on the other hand, I would suggest, and how do you feel about the idea, what if you made prostitution legal in New Jersey? We, you never thought you'd make marijuana legal in New Jersey. You know, there are a lot of things uh, that we never thought we'd see that we're seeing now. And we talk about, you know, my body, my, my choice. What if somebody just decided that this is what they want to do with their life? I'm not saying you should visit a prostitute, nor I'm saying that I would visit a prostitute. But I'm saying that if somebody wanted to, and if it were all above boards like it is, it's, it's totally legal in Nevada. There are states in, you know, in this country where it is legal. And uh, it's decriminalized or illegal. You tax it. You make money on it. There are strict health rules. There are safety precautions taken. There's policing against exploitation. You can watch, you know, you can monitor what's going on. And if people choose, you know, both uh, women and men, that this is what they want to do, you know, with their bodies, with their lives, sex workers, why would that be a problem? 1-800-283-101.5. You know, you can make the case in that, you know, there are a lot of people who maybe, uh, you know, are happy being single, happy being alone, but still want to satisfy their needs. They go, you know, they, they pay, they do what they want to do. They do what they pay to do. 
and it's totally above board. It's totally monitored. You never thought years ago that people would be making money from OnlyFans. But 1-800, but they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's the world's oldest profession. What would be wrong with legalizing it? We're always trying to find ways to make money in New Jersey anyway, right? And again, I, I bring this up because it's not like it hasn't been done before. Uh, go on, go in Nevada, bring up the Buddy Ranch. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea? If you think it's a horrible idea, call and tell me, let me know. If you think it's a good idea, let me know. But if we're talking about, you know, uh, people who try to make money all kinds of ways. I don't condone it. I wouldn't do it. But I wouldn't have a problem if somebody else were doing it. And since it's going on anyway, again, since it's going on anyway, and if it were able to be done safely, you know, uh, without any kind of criminal concern, and again, you're monitoring the industry, so you'd have people watching for trafficking and things like that. Only now it wouldn't be so shady, it wouldn't be so seedy. 1-800-283-101.5. We've already got, Nevada has gambling. And we've got Atlantic City gambling. So, you know, uh, Colorado has marijuana. As does Oregon and so many other states. Washington, and we've got it as well. Nevada has prostitution. If we legalize prostitution, would it be a bad idea? What do you think? Or would it be a good idea? Would it be something that you'd like to see happen? I'm not saying you should use it. If you want to use it, would you like to have that option? You know what I mean? You, uh, you don't want to get into online dating or whatever. You're, uh, you're alone. You have needs. Maybe you could uh, go pay to have sex with someone that you probably don't believe you could ever get. But there they are. <laughs> I mean, you know, strip bars are legal. And, you know, and, and they border on, you know, you go in and you could find yourself doing something illegal. What the hell? 1-800-283-101.5. It's not something we normally talk about. But as I saw this, I'm thinking to myself, well, what if we just legalized it? And then we were able to monitor it. And then we were able, the law enforcement was able to pay more attention to it. There would be rules. There would be safety. You know, there would be, uh, you know, everybody, you'd have to be disease free. There'd be health standards. There'd be sanitary standards. 1-800-283-101.5. Instead of sneaking off into the shadows. It's uh, something that you probably wouldn't have thought of years ago. But now, as you know, it isn't like it's going anywhere. It's been here since the beginning of time. And we're at a point now where we've come so far where we never would have thought that we'd have legalized marijuana in New Jersey. We never would have thought we'd have legalized sports betting in New Jersey. So here we are. You know, you got two, you got two roads here. Uh, you want to make, you want to charge people for soliciting sex. Like that's going to stop it. Making buying sex a fourth-degree crime is going to wipe out prostitution. I think you would actually do better if you legalized it. 
Because, again, then you'd be able to monitor it. Then you'd be able to keep a better eye on it. And would it turn a profit? You could tax it. And if you were to ever take advantage of the services, you would know that you're in a safer environment than you probably are now. If you decide this is something you want to do with the rest of your life, go ahead. Knock yourself out. But not up. 1-800-283-101.5. That was just too easy. That just kind of, you know, served itself up to me. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just taking the shot. I'm going to throw this out there. If you don't want to talk about it, I get it. Right? We're, not, we're not ready to talk about that yet, Steve. Maybe in a couple of years we'll talk about that, but not now. But since I saw the story, I just figured I'd throw it out. What do you think? I, I got to tell you, you're really, like... The thing about, like, OnlyFans, it, you know, it really has helped out a lot of people. It's helped out a lot of people. It's helped out But that's a lot different, of though. That's not prostitution. What OnlyFans is, basically, they're going to put pictures up and they're going to make money on it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, is the world's oldest profession. So it's happening anyway. So why not let the state get involved, regulate it, legalize it? Now you can watch for trafficking. Now, you know, you're not hiding in the shadows. It could have health codes. You could have health standards that have to be maintained. So you know you're not getting someone with a disease. Uh, you've also got safety standards. And, uh, you know, the facilities would have to be to meet up a certain standard. I, I, you know what? I, I really don't think it'd be a bad idea. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. We know we're in the streets. Join us at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on Memorial Parkway this Friday at 4 p.m. We'll bring the fun and games plus a chance to win a pro football jersey, too. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. We'll see you Friday at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on Memorial Parkway. Backway. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis asking the musical question, is the world's oldest profession... Should it be legal in New Jersey? Let's get Mike in Brownsville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. I'm just heading home from work. But anyway, there's something else you forgot to mention. All the money spent on trying to, with law enforcement, trying to enforce this you know, busting prostitutes and everything like that, where they could spend that time doing other things. And putting them right back out on the streets. Exactly. Yeah. What? Just a waste of money. It really is. And you know what? You know, you talk about my body, my choice. Okay, well, that's another choice you get to make with your body if this is what you want to do. And if it's regulated and protected where, you know, you're not going to, you know, get, you know, get harmed in any way, why not? It's much more dangerous to do it now. I totally agree with you. I think it's just a waste of time and money trying to bust these people. As long as they're over age, it's fine. Do whatever you want. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Yeah, there's a group trying to make, uh, let's make buying, seeking sex a fourth-degree crime. So if you solicit a prostitute, I don't know what the penalty is, what fourth-degree crime penalty is. I imagine it can't be much. I'm thinking uh, from disorderly person's offense to fourth-degree crime, uh, what that, you know, I don't know, like, what the, you know, what the punishment is for a fourth-degree crime. But still, wouldn't it be easier, better, 
uh, to just legalize it so that this way it can be monitored, this way it can be taxed, this way it could be safer? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, you never thought that we'd come as far as we have with so many other things in New Jersey. And yet here we are. You know, did you ever think you'd see the day when you would have legalized recreational marijuana? You know, when you would have legalized sports betting? You know, two things that crime built itself on. And now it's gone. Are we better for it? So if you have someone who says, you know what, I, I want to make my, I enjoy sex. I, I have no problem having it with strangers. And I want to make money on it. God bless you. You know the risks. God bless you. And you can do it legally. Or you have someone who says, you know what, I really don't want to deal. I'm not looking for a relationship right now for whatever reason. But I still have needs. Go take care of it. You're willing to pay? Go ahead. In a safe environment. What, what's the problem? And would that cut down on trafficking? I don't know. But I know trafficking is not going to stop. Maybe it does. You know, maybe by bringing it all to light, maybe the light dispelling the darkness. Rob is in South Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Rob, Rob what are you thinking? Um, I'm, I'm a bit confused because we have such an agenda for, you, you know, there's, there's pro-choice and there's, you know, my body, my rule, but yeah. we have, you, hello? I'm here. We, we have a discussion about whether or not abortion is legal or, or, or illegal or. No, I get it. Whether. So prostitution is legal in Vegas, but what's their demo, you know, what's their statistics? You know, so is, is Jersey more populated than Vegas and would that be a, a good fit? That's, I, di- I didn't have a real, a real good stance on this, but you know, is, is that really what New Jersey needs at this point in time? That, I, I just had a question. Well, I don't know if it was what it needs. What do you think of the idea? What it needs is lower property taxes. We ain't getting that. What do you think of this? I, I understand that that would help if, if things were regulated and that was a, a, a taxable profession. But um, I think that that also adds to certain agendas. You know, there's there's, you know, women who would promote it and feel empowered by it. OK, but do you think it should be legal? I got to hit the news. Yes or no. Feeling I mean, yes. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. New Jersey 101.5. Hey Spadia here. Got a huge show coming up for you tomorrow. While you're waiting, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Get my take on the Trump factor in New Jersey. It's a beautiful day. Bill Spadia. I'll be in 6 to 10 a.m. on New Jersey 101.5 and streaming on our free New Jersey 101.5 app. WKXW Trenton, WKXW HD. To listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once. No, I got no time. I'm very busy, man. No time to listen to you whine. All right, Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. Hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight. Headlines and Trev Lines coming up at 1030. Trevia coming up tomorrow night. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey, 101.5. Uh, we gave away Wayne Newton tickets last week. How about that? 
as well as uh, as well as uh, Double Vision, incredible foreigner tribute band coming to uh, Carteret and Vineland. Carteret, November sixteenth, perform December sixteenth, performing Art Center. Uh, it's cheaper to eat out this Thanksgiving, you know. And uh, I put up uh, eight recommendations for Thanksgiving restaurants with the menus that are incredible. And uh, you know, the more I talked about it to my wife, I'd say, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we hosting? And we got a house, so you know, don't worry. The day will come. Uh, also, uh, last night, John DeMar was on at this time, talking about his book, Me and George. I got that interview up at NJ1015.com. David Portnoy's top 20 New Jersey pizza reviews. Go check it out. Because uh, with the way things are going this Thanksgiving, pizza may be the cheaper choice. As a matter of fact, uh, Big Boys in Marlboro makes a Thanksgiving pie. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, he did it. Uh, you wondered if he was going to do it. And you knew he was going to do it. And tonight he did it. Former President Donald Trump aiming to become only the second commander-in-chief ever to elected to two non-consecutive terms has announced tonight he will seek the Republican presidential nomination in 2024 in order to make America great and glorious again. I am tonight announcing my candidacy for the president of the United States. Uh, this has got, this has got to have late night talk show hosts running to the emergency rooms with four hour erections. Uh, this has got to have them going out of their minds that they have finally got something to talk about. This has got, this has revitalized the ratings of CNN. This has taken them to new heights. Uh, oh God. Our ratings are saved. Donald Trump will run for the presidency. Now the Trump jokes will come back. The vitriol, which never really left, will come back. I wonder if uh, Trump's, Twitter, Trump's Twitter account, Trump's Twitter account, Trump's Twitter account will come back. Uh, but how do you feel about the idea? one 800 If it comes down to Trump or Biden, I'm going Trump. Uh, but... Would you vote for Donald Trump? And the the question is this, with all that has happened, for, I've never seen a president or any man more vilified in my life uh, nationally than Donald Trump, regardless of what he did as president, what he tried to do as president, and everything that he got accomplished while he was president was being done while everybody was trying to attack him and accuse him of this, that, and the other thing every step of the way. But he managed to get stuff done. But regardless of that, you know, uh, good and bad if he runs. If he runs, I mean, if he, now that he's running, I mean, good or bad if he wins. If he wins, do we get even more divided or we're never going to get together. I don't know who could uh, bring us together as a country. I don't know if we're past the point in this quote-unquote United States of America that uh, we could ever agree on one guy. I mean, not that we ever could, but at least in the past, we tolerated when we lost. Now, you know, it just gets, it, it, the heat gets turned up by the losers, on both sides, the four years of the Trump presidency, and when you look back on it, uh, probably the most tumultuous. And a lot of it was because the people that didn't like him. I'm not saying it was perfect in the White House. It was cheaper in the White House. Inflation was much lower. Gas prices were much lower. Cost of living was much lower. 
right? Jobs more prevalent, I think. I, I, you know, you say that, and then people tell you, oh, no, there are more jobs now than ever. Okay. Uh, but unemployment for uh, African Americans and Latinos was at an all-time low under Trump. So, I mean, regardless of that, 1-800-283-101.5. Would you vote for Donald Trump now that he's running? If you're a Trump supporter, let me know. Tell me why. If you're not a Trump supporter, let me know. Tell me why. If you're a Republican, I mean, because you really think about it. I don't know. Biden's trying to decide whether or not he's going to run. Do you want a guy who's 80-something years old and just doesn't look like he's all together? I mean, really? I mean, to the point of scary. Uh, If Biden were to run, then I think we owe it to the country to investigate COVID, to investigate Hunter, to investigate everything that went on under that administration. But that would never happen. Now, especially because the fear would be anything turned up on Biden could give Trump the election. Would we be able to vote? It would be be really good. Donald Trump running for president, and we get the vote online. So we know exactly who won, unlike the last time. You remember the cities that were being lit on fire all through the summer of 2020. I I don't know what the country would be like, but 1-800-283-101.5. Now that Donald Trump is running, do you think he has a chance to win? Or would there be the percentage of people saying, you know what, I like them, but I can't go through that again. Uh, But are we better off now as we're paying like, you know, close to $4 a gallon for gas? Oh, the midterms are over. By the way, surprisingly, gas prices have gone up again. And surprisingly, the president took credit for the lowering of the gas prices last month. There's nowhere to be found this month. Or... Maybe he is somewhere to be found. He just doesn't know where he is. 1-800-283-101.5. Also, if if not Trump, if not Biden, who would you like to see? I mean, Ron DeSantis won significantly in Florida. And uh, New York posted an article basically comparing him to uh, the Bill Clinton of the 90s. You know, sticks... Uh, the band, Rockin' the Paradise, sang about uh, straight-talking, hard-working son of a gun. Uh, I don't even know if that guy exists anymore. And if he did, if we could all agree on him. one 800 How do you feel about Donald Trump running for president? Do you think it's a good thing? Uh, is he like Mighty Mouse? Here I am to save the day. <laughs> or is it like, oh, no, here we go again. Like I said, the, the only thing, we know one thing is definitely going to happen. You know, the late night monologues are going to go, all right, not that they got any better. I haven't watched late night television. I can't. I watch Gutfeld because he's the only guy that, you know, I don't know, uh, makes sense. The rest of them are just shills. We're going to open the show. I, I watched a Tonight Show. They reran it again with Frank Sinatra, two segments of Frank Sinatra, singing two different songs. Don Rickles comes out and starts breaking his balls. Uh, after that, uh, 
Olivia Newton-John comes out. She sings a song. After that, David Jensen comes out. He's telling stories. And before that, after that, uh, Ray Johnson comes out. He's a prison escape artist. It was the funniest, non-political, just pure entertainment. Today, uh, let's see. Colbert goes out, does a 20-minute monologue bashing Trump. Jimmy Jimmy Fallon plays Twister with a millennial. Jimmy Kimmel cries. Uh, they ended with a rock band. They were a comedian uh, promoting the upcoming network special. And then uh, we all go home and enjoy the weekend for a change. Your thoughts. Would you vote for Donald Trump? Your thoughts of him running for president yet again? Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. 1.5 hitting the streets. Join us at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on U.S. 22 this Sunday at 4 p.m. We'll bring the fun and games plus a chance to win a pro football jersey, too. Look for New Jersey 101.5. Big yellow van. We'll see you Sunday at Bourbon Street in Phillipsburg on U.S. 22 West. All right, Donald Trump has announced he will again seek the presidency. How do you feel about that? Should he stay or should he go? 1-800-283-101.5. Al's in Manchester on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Al. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. What are you thinking? So, so I voted for him twice. Right. And I really I really did like him both times. I liked him as a president. Right. And at this point, I think he just got too much. Um, I'll back DeSantis all the way right. if he decides to run. Um and but I don't know. There's just this bad feeling. It's the whole, you know, get over it type of feeling. You know, like okay, you lost. Now, 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 retire or or whatever, whatever you want to do. It's just like it's it's that in your face. I'm back. I want to do this again. I want to. I don't know. The whole thing just doesn't seem right. Doesn't fit right. And well, I don't here's my like question: Is is that what it is, or is it? I really feel that the country's gone to hell and I want to, like I did the last time, try to bring it back. I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, the question is, it's not whether or not he could do a job. It's whether or not we could put up with the four years of the, uh, of the, I don't know, tumult from the other side of all this aggravation, you know, the vitriol uh, and the hate, just the out and out hate. I'll tell you what, I, I really believed that, it, what Trump should have done when he left the presidency or, you know, he should have replaced Rush Limbaugh. He should have just sat there with a four-hour radio show and blasted everything Biden did for the rest of his life. He'd be their worst nightmare. And just, you know, or the Trump, you know, set up his own social media platform or whatever and just retire to that and not deal with this. But I don't know, like, if not him, then who? DeSantis probably would be the best choice. I, can you think of anybody else? I can't think of anyone else. I think that Sanders has that like energy, that Trump energy that we had in you know 2016. That that feel that like oh we could actually make a change. We could actually you know make a difference. But uh, I don't know. I don't know anyone else. That would be you any know, younger. Because we need, we need, yeah, Al, we need younger. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. John's in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? Good. What are you thinking? I'd absolutely positively vote him back into office, Steve. If you, if, you, if you truly love your country, if you care about your country and you care about your family, you've got to want, you've got to, want to have this country taken back by the, Demo- the Republicans. 
The Democrats have done any everything and anything. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But is he the guy to do it? Is he the guy? You see, if you're going to do it, you have to get somebody in there that the other side could at least tolerate. You're talking about if he gets in again, the, the hate that we have last time, which really which sucked for him because I thought he did a great job despite all the hate. His policies were impactful, and they worked for all Americans. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The thing that disturbs me, you just mentioned it, Steve. You just hit the nail on the head. To vote, to not vote for a president because you don't like him. I mean, my God, how, how could you vote that way? You have to vote for the best interests of, of the country, of your family, of your friends, of, of, of you as a person. Not because you don't like the guy, because the guy might be a little edgy, a little arrogant. Yeah. Or because social media doesn't like the guy or the person influencing you is telling you not to like the guy or because the late night host doesn't like the guy. Yeah. You know, we a lot of those late night hosts and a lot of those talk shows should be ashamed of themselves. They should be banished from the air because the things they were saying were very untrue. Mm -hmm. They they didn't have their facts straight. And and, and people were were listening and and being influenced by that. And and shame on them for doing that. Well, you know what? He was very presidential tonight, Steve. I got to say it. If he keeps this tone Mm -hmm. and he just sticks to his policies and and, and keeps his word, you know, in the next election, I'm seeing my 401k tank, Steve. I'm seeing my crypto tank. I'm seeing my gas prices. I get it. I get it. How does anybody not see this? And and it, it doesn't disturb them. It doesn't matter their everyday life, to their family, to their friends. Let me throw this at you. What if, what if people are more disgusted with the job Biden did than with the excess vitriol for Trump? You know what I'm trying to say? Like maybe it's like, okay, listen, this guy may, this guy may, you know, may be a disaster, but we've got a much bigger disaster that he's going to be replacing. You know, what if that Trump is significantly the lesser of the two evils? How does that logically make any kind of realistic sense? He's destroying the country. He's embarrassing the country. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And it's been right now. We are so vulnerable right now. As a John, I, I got it. You understand my point? When I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Why doesn't everybody else get it? That's what I don't understand. Because everybody else, well, a lot of people are just... John, a lot of people are just being led by sheep, like sheep. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Melissa is in New Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Where in New Jersey are you, Melissa? I'm figuring everybody that calls mostly from New Jersey. Where are you, Melissa? I'm in Titton Falls. Oh, Titton Falls, New Jersey. What's up? Yeah, Central Jersey here. Yeah. What, what are you thinking? Um, I'm, I'm a huge Trump supporter. I have, I voted for him both times and I'm so fed up with the Democrat party and everything they've done, Right. but I'm getting to the point where I'm leaning, I'm becoming more of a DeSantis fan than I am a Trump fan at this point. And if voting in the primaries, I would definitely go with DeSantis, but if Trump won the primaries, I would vote for Trump in uh, the election. All right, Melissa, thanks for the call to New Jersey, 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Okay, really, really fast. What the hell are you doing here? I got 40, I got 35 seconds, my friend. What are your thoughts? Where'd he go, Giants? There you go. Now I got 25 seconds. What are your thoughts? All right, listen, first of all, man, Donald Trump has a record. DeSantis doesn't. Right. As the president of the United States. Donald Trump tonight, Steve, listen, I think this guy really is, he, he, he can communicate with the American people. 
okay? Right. And I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, look, dude, I might not even live to see 2024. But You're not going anywhere. I love this country. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Oh, look, it's 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey news brought to you by Bellare. This November, Bellare is opening, offering special savings on selected high-quality windows and doors. The more you spend, the more you'll save, up to 15%. Call 908-895-6436 or visit BellareNJ.com for details. Some conditions apply. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Notices. Yes, I used to play it on my old Guitar Hero really? DS game. Yes. You did? Yes. Did you ever play Beatles Rock Band? I had only the Guitar Hero World Tour one. And that was that came with the that that's the other company because I know that there was like there was like Well Beatles Rock Band was Xbox three sixty. Yeah. I, I got mine on the Wii. Oh yeah? Yeah. On uh, the Wii? Yeah, I would plug uh, in my Wii remote and I would play classics and that's how I actually really got to listen to a lot of cool music as well and discover more. So And you play guitar? No. No, 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 no. Drums? Uh, you live in a marching band. Is no. that a competitive sport? <laughs> Let's do the whole damn show all over again. What the hell? Bob's got news right. for you. Excellent. What the hell's no, going on here? For headlines and trev lines. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. A good question. Okay, so a Norwood public school teacher caught a fourth grader doing good things like helping their classmates with math work and picking up drop like drop pencils. And there was also another student. How about that? Yeah, I know, but they, they get a reward for it. This other second grader helps out the classroom from picking up, you know, spilled water. So they go to this cool vending machine that was introduced in the school. Right. But guess what's in the vending machine? Books. Books. As a child, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If they said to me, you're such a great student, you're doing great. Books? And they're like, we're going to let you go to the vending machine. Great. Fantastic. I think I'm getting ice cream. Snickers. Nope. Mm. I'm getting a box. Uh, how's, that, how's that going over with the kids? They look like they're happy, but, you know, when you tell a child to smile for a picture, they're, they're no, going to smile. No, I mean, smile. it depends on what the books are. I, I don't know. I think the kids are so happy that he's winning something. Uh, I, there should be, like, candy with the book. There I, should be, like, I something with the book. I think they should get something else. You know, look, I... I <laughs> I'd look, go back and dirty the floor again. <laughs> I would be really upset. It, you know, I'm someone who I likes to accomplish this. stuff, but if they're like, hey, uh, you're getting a book, <laughs> I'd be like... Well, well, it depends on the book. <laughs> I mean, like, it is it is children's books, mm-hmm. but, like, still, well, right. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not typing in... B12 so that I can get Cat in the Hat from my uh, vending machine. <laughs> okay. Do they still make the Cat in the Hat? Yes, they do. Of course. Come on. Oh, I don't know. It's Dr. Seuss. All right. It's the guy. But I, 
What would you rather have in the vending machine? Because anything but the book. And anything but a book? That well, I mean, they don't really have any like candy or ice cream anymore. No, they can't do anything like that anymore. No, right? they can't put fresh fruit in. They can't put like kale in the vending machine Ugh. or granola in the vending machine. But at least I don't like even a- know what the. You know what? That's a good question. I don't even. I can ask my kids when I go home. What do they have in the? Because when I was a kid, we had we had a candy counter in the back of the room where they set up a what? table and put all kinds of candy. And you bought the candy from the woman behind the Catholic school behind the candy counter. Really? You bought the candy, yeah. We had soda machines. Uh, not today. I don't know what they serve. Uh, when I was in high school, they had Gatorade. It was like Gatorade, water, chips, pretzels. Did they like, sell that? Uh, like, I'm sorry, I always said, like, you know, Coca-Cola. They should, like, all these companies, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, even the local restaurants, should, like, sponsor the free lunch, sponsor the lunch. And then, like, if you imagine, like, so what would it cost McDonald's to serve lunch in high schools? And they could write it off. And how many how many people would they groom to live to go to McDonald's for dinner? Uh, you got to worry about those kids are getting it every day, though. Because there's kids who buy. Well, no, because they're supposed to be nutritious, right? No, yeah. free lunch. You give them lunch. The idea. That oh, okay. Everybody's going to get a, a burger, a small fry. You know, and go if you uh, and a toy. If I'm not mistaken, right? If you're in jail, they give you like they send the Burger King and they get you the hamburger, the fries, and the Coke. So not like school would be like prison, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know, if so, if the local Pizza Hut or whatever, right? If they if they sponsored like, each day a different place sponsored the high school lunch or the, or the school lunch. And then, uh, you know, because it cost them nothing. They get to write it off. And think of the advertising. Kids would get the Pizza Hut, and would they, what would they want next time they're out? Pizza Hut. Yeah. Probably Papa John's. Uh, Papa. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Never mind. Go ahead. So what's, what's next? What's next? All right. So vandals appear to be taking bags full of dog poop out of trash cans. And at Memorial Field Park, they're put in Morristown, they're putting them in porta potties instead. What? So, for instance, dog poop. Who's got the time? Uh, you know what? Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I'm just wondering. Do you have the time <laughs> to take dog poop out of a trash bag and go put it in a porty potty? <laughs> That's more like Brown Day. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. They just ought to be playing while they do something that stupid. So, vandals are doing this. Yeah. And what's the purpose? What is, what is this? What purpose does this serve? I, it's got to be, you know, out of order, I guess. Like, because, you what? know. I don't get the end game in that. We'll show you. I mean, what's going on? I'm looking at the picture, and it's it's all bags that are just overflowed with it. So it's probably because. So they just keep overflowing the porta body yeah. with dog poop bags. Yeah. And this is doing. They're doing this why? Because somebody ended up with a bad experience in a porta potty. I mean, what's what's the reason? I'm telling for you, this? I think it's definitely one person. Deprecatingly, <laughs> <laughs> one person definitely didn't pick up their dogs' leavings. So we decided, and someone uh, stepped on it and said and they decided to. Become poop man. <laughs> poop man. <laughs> this was a job for a poop man. Did you see the story that about the guy whose uh, poop is supposed to be some kind of universal cure-all? For this? What? It, it was Dan Alexander sent it this morning. The guy's got perfect poop, and 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 it can be uh, used to uh, I don't know help people with bad digestion. So 
I kid you not. Hold on, we'll take a break and we'll come back with it. Hold All on. right. All Jersey. Timmy, you make it a Thanksgetting with New Jersey 101.5. You win a free $100 Wegmans gift card for this year's holiday feast. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter in our app and win a free $100 Wegmans gift card. There's three winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor, Edison Nissan on Route 1 in Edison. Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving getting from New Jersey 101.5. All right, Rob Brown, I got the, I got the story right here, okay? Uh, we were talking about a man with perfect poop. What do you get the man who has everything, right? Um, this is uh, life-saving poop, an email from Dan Alexander. Okay. A 71-year-old brigantine man oh. bought a billboard along the Atlantic City Expressway with the message, my poop can save your life. <laughs> To bring attention to fecal transplants, according to the Press of Atlantic City, Herbie Allen touts the benefits of this procedure, which returns good bacteria to the system, which helped his wife with digestive problems. So his wife is the test. No, 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 no. She basically it's a it's a fecal transplant. I know. What is this I, guy's I, I, diet? I, I, when you said seventy-one, apparently very good. Very good, but apparently, who is this doctor? The guy who came up with the human centipede? I, hold on, hold on. Bragging about his he credits his strict, healthy diet with his exceptional microbiome. Recently, put space on a billboard to drive awareness of fecal transplants and why they're so important. My poop can save your life. Just ask me how at Perfect Poop Guy is the Twitter. The billboard says, follow Herbie Allen to learn how to live a longer, healthier life. Last year, he was found to be an excellent fecal donor to his wife, Patty, 70, who repeated antibiotic treatments had wiped out her microbiota and left her with terrible digestive problems. The fecal transplant returned good bacteria to her system, and I'm really happy to say it's very much like having a colonoscopy. Uh, it was a life-saving in a sense. I finally got some good bacteria. Good donor candidate is an adult in good health who is known to be uh, patient and undergoes an extensive series of tests. <sighs> I'm just telling you, with him, you know. So, would, all right. Christmas is coming. <laughs> you better watch out. You better. Now, imagine this. You go to your doctor and he goes, uh, Steve, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You only have this amount to live. Mm. And I have a cure for you. Phil, come in. And he just comes in and he says, I'm I'm the perfect poop. And he and here here's your medication. And instead of going to CVS, you have to knock on this guy's door so then he can drop a couple of pounds. No, no, no. I mean, you know, it's a, apparently it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's what it is. Who knows? Maybe it's the new dance craze. <laughs> we once cured people with leeches. <laughs> right. All right, one more, real, real, real quick one. What do we got? I got All right. two minutes here. All right, so Newark residents are now having, it's happening tomorrow. It is free laundry wash night. Really? Yeah. God, where is it? Uh, Honey, why? get the laundry. I was thinking getting the red socks. That's what I was thinking. I feel bad saying right. that. They're the like, great unwashed, the red socks. I'm a Yankee fan. No, like, 
a white load. Actual red socks yeah. and put them in the white load. Yeah. Well, you're a little torturous kid. Did you pull the wings off flies when you were a kid? <laughs> put the red socks in. This will be fun. <laughs> I mean, that's the, like, why don't you think of stuff like that? It, it, well, that, I do. I just don't talk about it on the radio. No. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel bad, but I, that's just something I would be terrified of. Bringing my laundry, you know, I'm ready. It's free. Don't need to bring my quarters. And all of a sudden, a little kid. They have free laundry day in Newark? Yeah. It's free laundry wash night for local residents. It's happening Wednesday at the Showcase Laundry Mat. It's mm. from 4 to 8 p.m. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, real quick. Anything else? That's uh, it? I, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Then we got no. Then we have no choice but to do this. We'll Great job by you, Chris. Thank you. If it's happening, this has been the Steve Travelee Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.